Hello and welcome to Dinner Party Small Talk. Uh, this plus, plus this is an actual <laughs> episode. It's actually about the time that we should be releasing a new episode. We're not doing it. I know. Um, as a big fuck you to no one in particular. We just hate ourselves. No, that's not accurate. We're both just really busy. Yeah. Uh, but we wanted to talk today about uh, the Babadookie. The Babadookie. Um, you guys seen this movie? It's a horror movie about poo. Um, right? Is that what? Yes. It's a shitty film. No, 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 no. no. Um, that uh, that's mis- that's misleading. Uh, so the Babadookie is the Babadook. The Babadook. It's the Babadook. The Babadook is a uh, really. I suppose it's got a, a, a certain amount of viral fame. Yeah, recently. well, because it, it was a it was a Kickstarter film. Yeah, and it's a South Australian film. Yes. Um, oi, oi, oi. But it's not very... No, South Australia is not really part of Australia. No. Um, <laughs> Sorry to all my friends in Adelaide. I don't know if there are any of you. Um, so, yeah, but it's a horror film. Uh, and it's... I, I mean, I don't know about you being the collective you, everyone else other than me. I thought you were talking to me specifically. I felt so special. But I, I was really hyped. Um, amongst all yeah. my friends, they told me it was great. Uh, people posting on Facebook about how it gave them like cold sweats and anxiety and oh, all this kind just of stuff. Oh, constantly though. It was, it was, it felt like it was very much part of the zeitgeist. It was the Babadook, the Babadook. It's yeah. like all these movies are coming out that are like these big kind of, I think, disappointing, like very big and grand, but kind of disappointing movies. Oh, and like the, 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 the billionth sequel of, of uh, yeah. Genre, and so then we know. have an original film come out and people kind of maybe lost their shit a little bit yeah. online, and we're like, this movie's the greatest movie that's ever happened in movies! So we decided to watch it. Yes, we did. We and, just did decide to watch it. And now we've decided to talk to you about it. <laughs> and you can decide to listen, if or, you want. Or, I mean, look... Or you can give yourself up to you, you our can, will and be yes. commanded by it. Um, I would say... Let, do you want to... Let's give a little, uh, sort of... Very short synopsis. Yes. Yeah. A spoiler-free synopsis. So the, I think the general conceit is it's a film about a mother and her a single mother, a yes, widowed who is mother. Yes, widowed, and it, I mean it, the scene it opens with her. We see yeah. a flashback to her losing her husband. Yeah, so. a widowed mother and her uh, and her young son, six-year-old son. Yes. And who's a little bit of a terror. And a bit, he's a bit odd, uh, and he. Little ASD, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, just saying, having worked with, like, people who have a lot of, like, autism, I'm like, he's a little autism. Like, whenever she's, like... Do you like, want to say autism-y? Is that autism-y. what she's... Autism-y. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he sort of is wearing her down. Mm. Um, she's having a hard time. And, yeah, so she's having a hard time, and... This book shows up. Yeah. And it's a children's book, and it's very scary, and there's this creature called the Babadook in it, and then they basically start getting haunted by it. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is stuff you could get from the trailer. Yes. So we're not giving too much away there. No. Um, but I can't guarantee there won't be spoilers from here on out. Yep, so if you don't want spoilers... Then see you later. Thank yeah. you. Welcome oh, for Or two- you could pause it, watch the movie, come back. <laughs> Hear us talk about it. No one's going to do that. Maybe they will. My mom might. Oh, that's good. Okay. My mom might pause it, watch it, come back. That seems well, like... Check it out, Jocelyn. Uh, <laughs> we'll do. We'll just pause slightly for you, so we'll give you a, a little pause break, okay? Okay. Welcome back, Jocelyn. Um, <laughs> now if she doesn't, it's going to feel super weird. Yeah. 
She hasn't mentioned she's seen it, though, so I'm sure she hasn't. Okay. Um, it's also not her genre. She's not really into horror movies, but I, I, I think... Um, I would argue, okay, um, I would argue that this isn't strictly a horror film. I would argue that as well, so I mm. actually think if, Mom, if you did watch it, you can understand now why I mm. pointed you in that direction, because clearly it's not exactly a horror movie. Uh, psychological thriller, I would say, mm. is closer to the genre. Yeah. Spooky ghost story uh, yeah. is, would, is also kind of... I, I mean, up until a certain point, I believed everything was not actually happening, yeah. so... Well, see, a lot of a lot of the film, I suppose, a perspective you could take is whether or not it is actually real, or whether it's, um, I suppose, her, a manifestation of her psychological problems. Yes. And so basically what's happening is it's about to be her son's birthday. Now, her son's birthday is also the night that her husband was, uh, like, decapitated or something? Oh, it was something weird like that, but I think they were, dri- they were driving to the hospital yes. to give birth to her son, and they presumably had an accident and her her husband died. Yes, and she has never really dealt with it. Yeah, and she's never celebrated her son's birthday on his birthday because of... Clearly that would feel weird to be celebrating on the yeah. night the man, the, the love of your life died. But it basically. becomes clear that she's never really dealt with these psychological no. issues. No, I mean, well, she says, her, she's like, I've dealt with it, I don't talk about it, which yeah. is not really... And she finds, um, I think herself sort of worn down by her depression and also uh her kid is a handful and she yeah and she she doesn't uh get a lot of rest or a lot of sleep yeah she doesn't um, have a lot of support and you ba- i mean yeah. a big part of the movie and um the director has said this as well is kind of about the idea of a mother not liking their child and the stigma attached to that and just how i, I suppose that immediately gives the film a sense of dread to it because mm. it makes you wonder like nothing good can sort of come of this yeah and i mean well and it's such a taboo yeah you know to i mean even when we see anyone who might be perceived as slightly not a good mother yeah in entertainment people hate her yeah so it's an interesting thing to kind of explore and i think the interesting thing that the movie does as well is that she doesn't really like her kid and it she doesn't... You kind of don't like him either no, for no, no. a while. <laughs> I think she doesn't dislike him. I don't think that's true. I think she does genuinely love him. I think she loves him. But I don't think he she annoys, likes him. <laughs> he annoys the fuck out of her. And that's good because... And I find it balanced as well because he mm. annoys the fuck out of us to an extent. Especially in the beginning. The beginning is mm. a lot of you going, oh, I get why she can't yeah. stand her kid. But I, I felt... I actually felt it was quite well balanced because for every part that made you go, oh, God, just shut up, you sort of understood why it was happening. Like you, Well, clearly it, he's a kid who's been traumatized his mother isn't he's attached a sense of uh sort of self i I think as much as a six-year-old can uh like i think he is he has been shaped by the way that his birth and his father's death have impacted his mother yeah so her 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 uh feelings about that and uh have sort of have shaped his Mm his existence into well, a basically a weird loner who doesn't really make yeah, friends well. And she's, and sort of... she's, she's reticent to give affection, Yeah, which is going to make any child kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that yeah. that's been documented that cause, cause then you're constantly trying to prove something. And again, like you said, he's kind of a weird loner. Yeah. Um, and but as he, is his mom to some extent. But also, like, as a six-year-old does, he makes shit up. He, he sees fantasy stuff. Yeah. Uh, he and, goes on about it. And, and because it's sort of, it casts a bit of, um, it makes her look bad by comparison because people see that he's making up these weird or morbid sort of mm. stories. 
and she's attached to that. She's embarrassed by that because her sister is a bit of an elitist. Um, uh, yeah. And also well, sort of like... It's just that thing where it's like, even if you might look at their life and be like, their life is normal, it's... In the context of the movie, the sister comes off... She, she ends up coming off as somebody who has some privilege and is not yeah. necessarily that generous. I should, I, I suppose we should make clear that the character of her sister and her sister's daughter are important in the fact that uh, it's, it's made clear that the son and her sister's daughter have been celebrating their birthday on the same day. Yes, but um, this year the, the daughter does not want to do that because she wants to have a princess party. Yeah, yeah. For her so, and that's birthday. sort of what sort of detaches them initially from their, their only really m yeah. real means of support or their only real connection to the outside world in a real way. Yeah. And I mean, and so it's basically this, I mean, for a good chunk of the movie, in my opinion, I'm like, okay, so what's happening is this book gets sent, this kid is creating things because he has some issues, and mm. then she starts seeing them. She's not sleeping. It's a manifestation of her anxieties. And then her, like, deepest, darkest feelings of like to kill her child yeah like that starts coming up yeah where she's like she it says she's gonna kill her dog then it says she the book comes mm. back she rips it up it says she's gonna kill her dog it says she's that's gonna right kill so, she, so the book arrives on the door and it basically tells this really creepy and i think this was one of the best moments in the <laughs> oh, film the book is awesome <laughs> yeah the moments with the book in my opinion are the best moments in the film mm. they're the moments that really unsettled me and i was like wow this is actually creeping me the fuck out like and it's so internal yeah like it is all just like in the book itself, yeah. and just her. And it's about what the, it's the it. foreboding Blah. of what the book suggests mm. that that uh, that I, I find so interesting. Yeah. So originally, it's just saying there's basically there's this creature and it's going to come, there's and when this... you find out what's underneath, then... and it starts off sort of you know it's like it's this man and he you oh, know it's the he's, Babadook. It's the Babadook. Da 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 da. And then it's as... a little gothic e where you'd be like, oh, it's like it's creepy, but in like an Edward Gorey Neil Gaiman way. Like you uh. wouldn't worry about reading it to your kids, but it gets creepier. Yeah. And then and, and this is only in the. Uh, 45 seconds or so mm. as she reads the further passages it becomes more and more malevolent and outright threatening and it sort of yeah it basically th directly threatens her and it says once you you know um he'll shed his clothes and once you see what what's, what's within, underneath yeah, once you what's, see what's underneath like and like you can't yeah. get rid of the babadook yeah. and at first she just sort of like puts it away mm. and hilariously you were like throw it away and i was like burn it mm. and as the movie goes on she then takes the book rips it into pieces throws it away mm -hmm. it comes back reassembled yeah and with a different story in and it now this time. specifically it's like, addressing her yeah um saying basically that she's you can't shake it it's and you uh, can't deny the more you try to resist it the more it um the more it sort of takes over you and and, and again I, I think alludes almost directly to the psychological side of it absolutely that it, yeah and there's a picture showing her strangling they have a little dog in it yeah. and then there's a picture showing her killing her kid mm. and, then and then killing, killing herself um and then she burns the book so i thought that was hilarious because i was like both of us were like burn it throw it away yeah. and she did do both those things yeah 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 mine was better in the sense that at least it got rid of the book yeah. <laughs> but um, she the, the book comes back and she goes to the to the police station. In a, I, I thought it was a really good scene mm. to report. And uh, she's like, you know, someone's been harassing me. They're like, what do you do? She gets a phone call as well, where it's like, ma ma. Oh yeah yeah. Oh, I don't like the voice. A the pretty creepy. creepy yeah, it's a it's the a, creepy uh, Bobby voice. Kind of. I'll get away. more into why why I, I sort of have reservations yeah, about absolutely. that in it's in a, in a little bit. But I have she, feelings. But. Yeah. So she's burnt <laughs> this book up, and she goes to the the police station, and the guy's like, oh, okay. Um, so, you know, I'm being writing... stalked, and she's like, okay, well, well, you know, what happened? She's like, there's this book, and he's like, so where's the book? And she's like, well, I threw it away. She's I... like, okay, and they've been leaving, um, 
you know, phone, uh, like uh, threatening phone messages. Well, what's uh, how do you know it's the same person? And they're like, well, they're quoting things from the book. And he's like, the book that you burned. burned. Like, we can't see the book. How do we know it even exists? And it's, it's sort of... It's almost otherworldly in the fact mm. that the police officers are, are sort of... It's they're, they're, it's a heightened reality because they're almost immediate... Like, they don't care from the start that she sort of walks in. Although, um, there is some of that in the world. Especially if you come in, I think, and you don't have any proof. And she does come off as a little crazy. But it's... It, I, I mean, I, you couldn't argue that it's not uh, portrayed no, in a way that, that's... A, yeah, absolutely. because they... they, they she looks and there's two officers in the background who are just sort of staring there, facing directly to her, staring mm. blankly. And that's it's quite creepy. It's creepy and whatnot. But then it's like, it shows that her hands are blackened. And it's, yeah. and I didn't sort of pick up on this to begin with, but it could have been blackened from the charcoal from the burning or blackened from the charcoal from actually creating the book ah. herself. Well, because it does mention that she, uh, she Is mentions it? that she used to write and she used to write children's books. And I didn't actually pick up on that until I watched, uh, read something about it later on. And I was like, that's actually an interesting point. So, like the idea that she made the book, tore it up, and then reassembled it yeah, yeah, again yeah. because she could have easily done that again. Mm. She's not sleeping. Yeah. And as is, if if nothing else, Fight Club taught us that you really should sleep. If nothing else, <laughs> real life teaches us that if you don't sleep, you go fucking crazy. And I, yeah. I actually found that a really relate. I it was such a good mechanic for uh, enabling this story to happen because I get it. I get how fucking crazy and aggressive it makes Absolutely. you. Absolutely. But so, let's talk, I mean, overall, I mean, it was a really enjoyable film. Yeah. I think that... Well... I, I mean, the, I... My problem with enjoying the film yeah. is, and I, I said this to you before, but obviously these people haven't heard it, so I'm sure you'll excuse me if I open it, <laughs> is that at all times, I wanted more and less. Yeah, okay, so basically then the movie goes on, eventually the Babadook ends up being a physical presence. Who she who possesses possesses her. her, so she gets possessed. She does kill the dog. She attempts yeah. to kill her son. However, he fights her off. Yeah. He ends up tying her up. She vomits in some black goo. He then gets. I mean, it's a whole big. It's yeah. It gets a little tropey. It gets <laughs> very just, schlocky. It gets very um almost predictable in a possession. Yeah movie yeah. like where i'm like yes i know this but <laughs> up until that point so for the first half of the film not a lot happens um for the first third pretty much nothing happens or, or maybe but i kind of liked the, that see i didn't mind it but i just I, the whole time i was like i feel so creeped out yeah but i still i found myself going when are we gonna get to the babadook like yeah. that's what the film is called like hurry up and, and as much as I liked it, and as, as much integrity as it had, and it, mm. as much as it focused on the psychological side of things, which I think was actually is the strongest mm. way for the Absolutely. story to be told, I wished it would hurry up and get to the meat, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. But then when it got to the meat, I was like, oh. Like, <laughs> I was like, we're going here, oh, she she's literally possessed by the bub, like, literally possessed. Yeah. Like, which, um, there's this amazing film, it's it's a comedy horror film called The Selling. It's an indie movie. It's very low budget. But they also play off that possession thing. But obviously it's it's not being played in a real way. So it's... But it was funny to me how much the tropes were the same in the version making fun of the tropes mm. and the version being serious about it. Yeah. Um, and then she fights it off through sheer force of will. Yeah. And it retreats into the basement, incidentally, where all her husband's things are kept. Yes. And in the end, it's shown her basically digging up worms uh, with yes. her son and feeding them to the Babadook. Uh, and it sort of ends rather anticlimactically. 
Yeah, somewhat. It's, it's, somewhat. It's interesting. I mean, surely what I was expecting was certainly not what happened, but I was yeah. I was expecting it to be a bit more in its ending. Yeah. I think because the first third yeah. or to two thirds of it were just so intense, so intense with so little happening. Yeah. That I think that when it took the switch, it didn't, it didn't pay off enough for yeah, me yeah, yeah. in that uh, switch. But you could see the ending as symbolic for her overcoming her, uh, I suppose, the the bulk of her issues and yeah. sort of coming to terms with the death of her husband and the fact that it doesn't define her and she's got her own power and her own strength. Yeah. But this sadness in her is always going to exist. Yeah. And it lives in her basement where her husband's things are, mm. and she f- she has to combat it every now and then, but she feeds it to keep it placated. Yeah. Um, Again, I mean, the thing is, is I feel like if it had gone stronger in that vein, yeah. I would have found it more interesting. Yeah. I feel like it went too much into making the Babadook real. Yeah, this, uh, this was... The... I wanted it to be more in their head. Yeah. That, if they had kept it as a thing where I didn't know, and I know you can argue that you didn't, but... Come on, she bombed. She like, there's too much that there's, is too real for yeah. me about the Babadook and the possession. Yeah. Whereas if there was less of that, I think I'd like it more. Yeah. So there's a scene basically where you could you could argue, I suppose, to an extent that the things that her son doesn't see don't happen, and the things that. But there's one scene where he's literally got her tied up in the basement. She's screaming and and you know saying horrible Babadook things. How did he get her down those stairs? And then, and then, um, and then she. He he makes her come to her senses basically, mm. and she vomits up like black bile, and that's something that happened in the reality of her son, and in her reality, yeah. and in the reality of the viewer. Like that's shown to us. How can you argue then that that is not something that actually happened? Yeah, the dog is actually dead. That's something she that actually that happened. Dog. Yeah, you see the dog's buried dead body, yeah. which is like it's one of those moments where you're like. Oh, that's really fucked up. Yeah. She killed that puppy, man. And then it's like they're just happy family afterwards, and it's, yeah, it's it was a I... weird thing for me because I for the first half I was convinced that it wasn't real. Then it got so real that I was convinced that it was, and then the ending finally was like, okay, it's real, and that's weird. Like I was yeah. like, it... they're just I just again. I... Mm, yeah. If you don't take the ending as a metaphor, the ending is just a really, really weak ending. Well, the ending to me reminds me of the ending of a, like John Carpenter's movies. Yeah. Where like all this fucked up shit happens, and at the end they're all they're just, just like, like, "Oh, it's our life," which is a common thing in a few of his movies. Yeah. Uh, not his greatest film. Yeah. But in which, if you guys don't know, it yeah. is the thing. But in a lot of his earlier horror movies, like in The Fog. Yeah. Or uh, Halloween, like it does end with like everything's fine now. Yeah. And, it's not. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, see, and again, I, I, I read arguments that were like, okay, yeah, but it's sort of uh, an implication that it's an underlying sort of thing. That, But even then, it's sort of, it played it too straight, in my opinion, and I didn't... I, I would almost like, I would like to be left feeling less sure about what happened. Yeah. Or feeling more like, oh, bitch, be crazy. Like, she went nuts yeah. from just grief and stress and not sleeping. But, but to actually sort of imply that the Babadook was real and is now just living in her basement, eating worms is I a would, fucking I would also thing. like to know and if anyone else felt this, please let me know either on Facebook or her yeah. email um, because I genuinely want to know if anyone else wants. It kept really 
making a big deal about when you see what's underneath. Yeah. When you see what's underneath. Yeah. So at a certain point, I was like, this could all be in her head. What if they Luke Skywalker this? What if she sees what's underneath and it's fucking her? Yeah. Ah, but that didn't happen. But if anyone else thought that was going to happen, could you let me know? Because at a certain point, I was like, that would be cool. Where you're well, like, this, ah. She defeats the Babadook by telling it sternly that it's not allowed to... to haunt her anymore. I'm gonna say straight up, I love the Harry Potter books, but can we all just admit that the love conquers the evil thing is kind of silly. Like, it's silly. So the Bobadook's clothes <laughs> collapse on the floor. She goes to touch <laughs> them for some fucking reason. she's never seen the Evil Dead movies. And then a white light explodes, screams at her, and then retreats. Yeah. And that's that's it. Like, we don't we don't see what she's seeing. We it's yeah. it was weird. And it didn't feel symbolic. It felt real. Like it felt it like It just at a certain point it took the turn from being this is a symbolic thing that's happening to this is a real thing that's yeah. happening. Again, I can get to a certain point in the possession and still believe she has just cracked. Yeah. yeah. And that is scarier. Yeah. Because then I'm like, this woman is about to kill her own son. And all that's... I mean, she's had a psychotic break, yeah. but she's not possessed by a demon. She's had a human yeah. experience, and now she's going to kill her kid. Like, that's scarier. Like, it's it's the ending of Psycho <laughs> sort of thing, where you see Norman Bates' face, normal mm. face, smiling, and then the skull is just imposed on it. Uh, and it's sort of like, yeah. And you hear... And his and her thoughts are his mother's. Mm. Like, that is scarier. Yeah than if he was possessed by his mom. It just yeah. is. It's scary if we think of real people being able to be capable of Yeah, and I'm sure people me. would argue that, 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 you know, you could take it as a as a, a parable or something. or Not a parable, I but really you know what I really mean. wanted to, though. But I just felt like it was too real in the <laughs> universe of the film. To... And the thing is, I personally wanted it to be that. Yeah. So I was trying to find a way to make it that, yeah. and for me, it didn't get there. But the performances... Were really strong, good, really strong. The the child, I, the, I mean, the mother was excellent. Oh, she's the, awesome. The and guy, I really also liked the guy who was the main actor in uh, what was the Body in the Barrels film that I was talking about? Snow oh, Town. I, yeah, Snow Town. I was like, I didn't see it. because I can't remember horrible. his name. Brendan something. But he was he played her work colleague. He who was only, clearly had a crush on her. But he was only in the and she was quite old and he was young by comparison. But it was only. I don't even know if she was old. I think she just looked tired. She's nearly all the time. in her fifties, I think. And I think she is yeah. not. Yeah. I think she looks good for in her fifties. Damn. I thought she looked fucking tired, man. I, I, I did too, but I thought she looked like she was in her forties. But um, maybe. Well, nearly in her fifties, I said. But. <laughs> He was in the film for, I would say, what, 10 minutes max? Max. I, I, I found him a really beautiful, stabilizing presence. Mm. Like, I felt he was a. Gr I, I loved his character. I loved his betrayal. You felt the warmth come from the mm. character. And you could, yeah, he was, he was, he was really good. Um, he didn't overplay it in an unrealistic way. Like, I felt her sister was played, again, like the cops heightened. Like, yeah. Overly dramatic, uh, little, almost not, presentational you, yeah. in the way that yeah. They, yeah. Well, I, I felt that especially with her niece. Like it was really trying to make a point with these characters. Yes, Whereas I mean, he, yeah. his character felt very natural. Mm. Uh, and for the first half of the film, the mother and the son felt very natural as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even when he was at like his most heightened kind of horribleness, yeah. he felt really natural. He felt like a normal kid having a tantrum. Yeah. Like when you sat in the back and you were just screaming, yeah. I was like, "Yep!" Like I've yeah. seen kids do that, and I know that feeling where you. You're just like, I just need to make this stop, but what and do you it's, do? And <laughs> it, it's baffling to me that an actual six-year-old boy, because that's what he was, yeah. could pretend to be something so real. Like, mm. uh, And it was he, like a very demanding role for him, and I know that this the movie was sanitized in its description for him, so mm. the way they got that performance wasn't 
by going, this is what's happening, this is what you have to do. Yeah. It was like, this is an, a roundabout way of doing it. And, yeah, and, and to, to try and not destroy a small child. Yeah, but um. r- un- like a really, really c- believable performance mm. for the first half of the film. Second half, he turns into sort of like Ash Campbell. Um, a little bit with all the weapons and which stuff. Which I kind of liked that, that he... Because that, so much of these films... With, especially with little kids, you spend your time going, oh my god, just do this, just do that, just fuck off. Like, but then he <laughs> did what I was like... The oh, moment good. where he has the knife and he stabs her, I was yeah. like, glorious. Yeah. Because in that moment, good. Yeah. He needs to fight back. Yeah. The use the silly weapons with the throwing was maybe a little... When he hits her in the head with the cricket ball, and I just felt like Benny Hill music just starts playing. <laughs> it was just, it was a little more... If we're gonna go with the Ash thing, it's a little more Evil Dead 2 than Evil Dead 1, yeah. and I feel like this movie was going for a much more serious tone so it felt a little silly yeah um but when we're talking about heightened performances i think like the little girl to me felt like a heightened performance because i know kids can be cruel but i feel like being like your dad died because he didn't want to be around you doesn't feel like the first place she goes doesn't feel like the place when he's not doing anything like we don't see him being like he's just like leave me alone he's just like leave me alone i'm not doing anything and she just starts a that feels like a weird place to go. Yeah. You don't have any friends feels fine. Again, it felt like they were trying to make a point. They're like, how do we make a point? What's the easiest way to get there? Or, or rather, this is the only way I know, and the only way they knew happened to just be a very simple, basic Yeah, straight, it just, yeah. to me, it just seemed, it seemed weird because even though she's a young kid, I don't, I feel like even with your relatives, you, you're you taught not to say those things. Yeah. And I don't feel like she would have said those yeah. things. Although it did, then he pushed her and she broke her nose. And I was like, good, she deserved yeah. that. Like, you did feel like she deserved to get pushed, so I guess that worked. But in like, say, I, I like that dick. bit as well because I know what it's like as a child to do mm. something impulsive, make a big mistake, yeah. and just feel, like, sick because you know what kind of trouble you're going to get I in. I almost found... But to me, that would have been almost more interesting if what she said was more innocuous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more just like, you're weird, you're alone, no one wants yeah, to be yeah. friends with you, and then he bursts, yeah. because that's more realistic. Yeah. I think kids are more likely going to pick on you for what they can see. Yeah. Not you're dig dead. psychologically into dead, the idea that yeah. your dad... I mean, even if it was your dad's dead, to say your dad's dead because he doesn't want to be with you, I, that was the gist. Yeah. The gist was he's not around because he, lo- he wouldn't like you is... A little deep, I think, for a six-year-old to maybe go for. Can we talk about the character of the Babadook? Yes. I loved it. The Babadook was really cool. <laughs> I, I didn't think that... Uh, like, once it became a the possession, mm. uh, pff, it was just lost on me, whatever. Yeah. But everything but leading up to that... The physicalization yeah, of the Babadook. I, and I thought... I loved it. I, I really loved the idea of creatures of fable or or you know like yeah ch- anything ch- that, like, the boogeyman rhymes, kind of thing anything that rhymes yeah. or has creepy sort of a mm. lilt to it like a kid scariest but it was basically it a really boogeyman come real you yeah know? and um, it was all practical effects which i really appreciate yeah we always talk about the well like there's so many movies that you just watch and you're like i can't even get into this because yeah. none of this feels real yeah so i appreciate not, not, that not to say that it was all in camera mm. but no. the, there was a lot of stop motion and there was a there lot was sort of, of or at least the majority was mm. practical there were two moments that <laughs> Uh, like the one where you see uh, he sort of appears I think you first ever see him properly in the flesh mm. and he's sort of in the back behind the shadows behind went, the old lady next behind door. an old lady next door which creeped me the fuck out um, sort of when he comes 
out like floating mm. out of the shadows he's, in the house. He's got the creepy fingers, yeah. which is good. Um, where you sort of get a good outline of his silhouette. Like there's a lot of other stuff where you can't really tell where his head is and all this kind of stuff. Which is, again, it's, it was it's... it was sort of lost on me. Yeah. Like when he's on the ceiling and whatnot, you couldn't I couldn't tell which part was the top and which part was the bottom. But and I, I was like, oh, the idea is he's you know he's amorphous because yeah, he's yeah. again he's fa- he's fairy not fairy tale I guess he's he's nightmare come yeah. real. Yeah. Which is great. There's a, a lot it. of Nosferatu esque <laughs> kind of stuff which I actually really liked. I which thought is it was, yeah. it was funny because when we were talking about the movie afterwards and then I was reading about it and everything she listed as an influence yeah. we had named yeah. which means that her influences were very clear Yeah, which is a good and a bad thing I think uh, yeah so I really loved the creation of the Babadook I kind uh, of hope that it, it, it goes like the Slender Man way and like this whole expanded uh, universe of stuff but not in the whole small children start killing each other because uh, that's yeah, maybe not that's, the well you know what example. you know what I meant I mean, and if a child kills another child, then it's only a cherry on the cake. So, um, oh no, but, um... <laughs> it's not the regular podcast. In regards Don't to... Don't be mad from the regular podcast. In regards... Podcast. It's... We're not different. It's the same person. Uh, no. no. Uh, but in regards to the influences... Yes. My biggest problem with this film was everything in it that they used to creep you out was stolen. Or... or well, it just... It was homaged. Homaged. Because I think she was aware of it. Yeah, okay, sorry. And I think yeah. that, but in my mind, at a certain point, it started Taken to feel more like else. a pastiche yeah. than an original idea. At yeah. certain points where I was like, this just feels like I took this from here and this from here and I'm going to mush them together. And it, there was a lot of it, the first half, up to the book, up to the not being able to sleep, up to being, mm. up to, you know, yeah, sort of, un- until the book comes back, um, mm. that was really original. It felt so original. And I think especially because, yeah, again, that idea of the mother hating their child is not something we see portrayed. Yeah. Especially when we're sympathetic towards the person who hates their child. Yeah. It's just not some. And so, and I think the performances were so real. So yeah. real in that first bit. And so, exactly, it felt really original. But then again, once it got... That's when I say it gets tropey. It feels like a pastiche. It feels like it it's just homage after homage after homage. When the book came back, I expected it. I was like, ah. Oh. Mm. And then the minute she ripped up that book, it, you was, knew it, it was it was creepy the second time round. But I was sort of like, oh god, here we go. When the book came back, and then just almost immediately after, she gets the phone call from the Babadook, yeah. and the voice is creepy. Yeah. But the voice a... was creepier when it wasn't on the phone. It was, where, was it in the car or in her bed? I don't know. She heard it before that and that creeped me out real bad. Uh, I did No, like no, that. no. She, it was after that. Was it? Yeah. That I was didn't... the first time you hear the Babadook speak, oh, okay. in inverted commas. And then she heard it uh, later car. on in the house or f- at some point. I didn't, I didn't like it. I yeah. didn't like it. I, it was less scary on the phone. But it was on the phone. I, it, it, made, it made me think of, like, for example, the Mothman prophecies, where yeah. the Mothman talks to him on the phone, which was creepy in that film, but is such a trope. Now, as soon as he talked to her on the phone, I was like, "Oh, here we go." And it just, that's and it why just, it, yeah, that's why it's it, creepier to me when it's like around you. Yes, yeah. we all sometimes will be like, "What yeah, was that?" Yeah. And so then if it's like, no one has ever gotten a like, phone call from a real for anything that could be misconstrued as that. It's, it's fucking yeah. Bullshit. If you're gonna get the phone call it's going to be an actual stalker yeah. doing creepy like heavy breathing and, and it <laughs> slid downhill from there in my in my opinion in terms of its originality it just dived into schlocky tropes and I suppose now that I say that you could argue again that it happened that way because she's drawing from her own experiences and inspirations as someone who has obviously seen or yeah. who's supposed to these and things. I mean and we do see her like watching scary yeah. movies and this is how her awake, psychological but... problems are manifesting in a way that she knows but it felt silly 
It, uh, yeah. yeah. The thing is, I there think... were some creepy bits after that, but generally, Absolutely. generally, I felt the tension lessened. I didn't care as much. I feel like the minute for me that I, I felt like, oh, it's an actual thing that's just yeah. possessing or making doing stuff, that's when I started to care less. The only part that really <laughs> scared me after that was like, or the only part that really unsettled me was the idea that we might see a child murder. I'm like, are we are we going to really, see her kid die? At a certain point, it felt like she was going to kill her child, and I was. And that, but like, that was the only thing that bothered me after that point. Like, and this is going to reveal some. I have some weird darkness. Part of me was like, ah. Oh, part of me was like, that would be amazing, because how fucking bold yeah. to kill the child. Mm. That would be intense. Yeah. And just like, like that would blow my mind mm. because I would not see that coming. But I would like, have felt um, really, really crap after that happened. Oh, I yeah. would have ended the film I, going, "This does not not make me feel good." Like no. I don't like, <laughs> yeah. And I would have, I would have walked away saying I didn't like it. I think yeah. if that had happened. But part of me was like, if someone would have the balls to do that, that would almost that would be like, interesting in itself. Like the mist, like the mist, like the mist, like something that just ends so darkly. Yeah. Like literally, she kills her kid, kills herself. That's the movie. Like I would have been like. Damn. And it turns out the Babadook never existed. And no, it was just, it was like, just you know, she just went crazy. And then or, we find or, out... Or you don't know. Or they, they're talking or about how she went crazy and then and maybe, maybe you hear the, the Babadook, Babadook or something like that. And then you're but, like, who But knows? you don't know. But that, And that, I suppose, again, that would have still been a tropey thing. But the death of the child, I don't think any of us ever really expected it. No. But I was like, yeah. Part of me, again, there's that weird part of me that wants it to happen because I know it won't. Yeah. Because I would like to see something so incredibly bold that it might sicken me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh god, there's plenty of films out there for you. No, you no, but I, the thing is, I don't want it in those yeah. kind of movies. I've tried, like, torture porn and stuff is not for this. Serbian stuff. film? No, it's very gross. Yeah. I don't want it. But anyway, not um, yeah, so I, I just, I sort of started to lose interest from that point, and it just hit me more and more, like, with disappointment as every twist and turn. Well, and like, I think part of the problem is going to be how many people did were saying. Did you hear? Because I know I heard a ton. It scared like, the shit out of me. But also, it's, it's so original. Yeah, it's, this is so original. And I was like, is it? I'm like, it is up to a point. And, and then it's, it's still, almost intentionally. At a certain point, it felt intentionally. like it Unoriginal. Was trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if it was unintentional. I don't think it was. Yeah. Because I feel like the first half was too serious for yeah. then you to take the tropes and be kind mm. of silly with it. Yeah. Like I was saying with the film The Selling. Yes, that movie is intentionally tropey. Mm. But it's a comedy, and it's very clearly yeah. being intentionally tropey to say something about the tropes. I don't think she was saying anything about the tropes, and no. so I have a hard time then believing that it was on purpose. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there is that scene, as you said, where she watches a horror film on TV, and it plays out like the, it's mirrored in what's happening mm. in the shots in the real life. So... Maybe she was saying something about, it? but if it's just that one moment where she's saying something about enough. it, then it's not enough. It's, it's like it's not enough for for it to resonate mm. clearly with me in that way. I, if I, it was her intention, it was did mm. not come across. Yeah, and so therefore I can try and come up with a million examples for mm. how she was doing that. But again, like the it this all being is, in her head, the, it the doesn't work we're for me. About, by the yeah, way, yeah. So, yeah. So again, it, like if it was supposed to all be in the mom's head, again, if it didn't work for me, it didn't work for me, and it didn't. Yeah. So if that was her intention. That's wonderful. It didn't happen. I will say that I don't think there was a point in the film where I was disappointed by the way it was shot. Mm -mm. The lighting, the 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 way that the faces are lit up and and used, Great and facial film. expressions. And, oh my god! There's this one really creepy bit where she's staying up late at night. She's got insomnia. She's watching like the infomercials news. too. Yeah, just and, so yeah. many infomercials. And a but... news report, and she sees uh, she's watching a news report and. In the corner, she sees a About face... About a woman killing her kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She sees a face in the window, and it zooms in, and it's her, like, 
pulling this horrible uh, facial expression yeah, in this Very window jittery. in this this news story that she's watching and that's a, that's a, again a really Such creepy a, moment so creepy yeah but again that's again playing off the idea that i think of what i wanted the movie to be more of yeah yeah, yeah. again I, I i still think it was a good movie yeah i think it's worth watching because i think if nothing else i think it has some really great moments and i think that first third yeah. is so good yeah and just really disturbing in a way that's hard to put your finger on because yeah. it's just like constant but very subtle yeah um, in a lot of ways. So I, I, I can't really... I'm a bit ungrateful when it comes to this <laughs> film. Because every time it did something that I was hoping it would do, I was disappointed. Mm. Uh, but then I, I really, it really enjoyed the first, I would say, half of yeah. the film. The second half, I, yeah, as I said, to repeat myself, I felt was just a little bit... If you could have predicted what was going to happen in a tropey horror, horror film... film. That's what the second half played out like. Yeah, and again, And while the ending was unexpected, I didn't feel like that was necessarily a good thing. It didn't feel earned. Yeah. Because her overcoming the Babadook was just going, stay away from my kid! Yeah. And like, leave us alone! It didn't feel earned. They didn't, I didn't yeah. feel like they earned what they ended up with. It just didn't feel like they And did. again, to sound like a broken record, you could argue that it was her coming to terms with her own thing and being strong and realising that she loves a child and she wants to protect him and taking her place as the head of the household. But it the didn't, film didn't make that real enough. It just wasn't yeah. there. It just wasn't there. It didn't quite get there. Um, and also, just as a note, I'm pretty sure that if Child Protective Services come and your kid... Uh, who has been taken out of school and he said that you've been drugging him and all of a sudden now has bruises on his neck. It doesn't matter that you're throwing him to a birthday party. They're taking that kid away from you. Yeah. I was again, like, they were really, again, they, they, they were weren't heightened. portrayed realistically. It was just this, you know, this ultra stuffy pair of child protective services who were there to, uh, just silently disparage against. Yeah. Uh, uh, Whereas like I've a, met the, people who work in that and they're that's yeah. not what they're like at all and it's they're and, really concerned for the welfare of the child yeah and, and also helping the mother, mother get better. as well like, like clearly if she was having some psychological problems and I think it's they would very be clear that she's having psychological problems so i think problems. that they would be more interested in making something work whereas yeah. they they were just more caricatures which again is fine hmm. because a lot of the characters were heightened and i get what hmm. they're kind of and i think you could also say that she's perceiving them to hmm. be that way because that is what she's afraid of yeah but then it's like is she perceiving herself to vomit out the black bile? Is she perceiving her... Ah, it's like, you can't yeah. switch perspectives and expect us to keep up if you're not yeah, making it clear it, what's real and what isn't. Yeah, and, like, and it wasn't... And it's not... I don't know, it's like it's almost like it's not done in a way that just grabbed me enough to be like, what happened? I was mm, kind of like... I'm pretty sure I've made I, up my mind. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and again, it wasn't what I wanted to happen, so I was trying so hard for this movie. <laughs> so, would you recommend The Babadook? I think that if you're looking, maybe... I don't know, it's so hard, because... I would recommend it. I think so. I would recommend it. I would say don't believe the hype, necessarily. I would say yeah. it's an entertaining film, for the most part. Yeah, I would say Absolutely. that different it's people are going to take different things away from it. Some people might love it, some people might hate it. I've heard people that have loved it at the start, hated it at the end. Loved yeah. it at the end, hated it at the start. So, yeah. uh, I think it is genuinely unsettling for the first... Yeah, how long is it? An hour and a half? Yeah. It's, it's also, it's a good, it's a good yeah, length. Yeah. I appreciate a short movie. For the first 45 <laughs> minutes, yeah. I would say the last 45 minutes are kind of flaccid. But it's still well shot. 
and really well performed. It's generally well performed for that. For the, you know, I, no, I would say even when it gets tropey, it's still really well performed. Yeah, look, they're the, doing the lead what, actress really fucking commits. They they are doing what is asked of them, even if while I'm watching it, I'm going ugh. Like I wish they weren't yeah. being asked to do that, but they're doing it well. Yeah, so good for them. Yeah, <laughs> definitely really well performed. She is really yeah. I, she really commits. I like the way that their dynamic shifts from him being mm. a burden to him being the only thing keeping her yeah uh, under control yeah um, it's good it's it's and i think their relationship's really interesting for the most part yeah. up until a certain point again and while i think we've spoiled some of the plot developments and especially the ending i don't think it would necessarily spoil knowing this wouldn't necessarily spoil the watching of the film absolutely not and yeah. i think it's really important to note that anytime i'm watching a film because with matt he will point out a man is attractive and the man always sort of looks like him so that's important <laughs> to note because it's happened like two or three times now So the father is actually is like uh, i would say incongruently attractive to to her also a good 10 15 years younger <laughs> Uh, he apparently, looks as old as apparently you do. he looks like me. I don't know. It's I just, don't know. It's is, just a thing. It was just you were just like, oh, he's really attractive, and I was like, every time you point out a man as attractive, he has like your coloring and similar like facial structure to you. I like it's a man very, with a good beard. You like you like yourself. It's good. You have good <laughs> self confidence. <laughs> no, I don't. I like that man because <laughs> he has a good beard. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think I would. I would recommend it. Yeah, I think I'd recommend it with the caveat of. Look, don't go in expecting this to blow your See, mind. See, uh, yeah, this is the thing. I know I've been very disparaging about the film, but I think a lot of that has been a reaction to the the what I was expecting, the hype that I sort of absorbed, and I was like, oh, shit, okay, this is scary. This is so going to scare mm. me in the way mm. that when, after I'd watched Army of Darkness, I watched Evil Dead mm. when I was, like, 13 because I thought it was just going to be the same movie. Mm -hmm. Like, that movie freaked me out in a very deep, visceral way. The Babadook is great. It's good. It's very... It's no, the, 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 the monsters. It's mm. awesome. And I... Again, if you want to creep me out, man, any sort of rhyming or lilting kid oh, that was the other thing. creeps me the fuck out. It was the bang. And then they, they turn back and they're like, oh, it was nothing. And then it happens again. That trope. The, the, oh. The, 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 it, uh, and I was like, oh, are we really doing this? Like, come on. Yeah. It's just... Again, I mean... It I was think... like the book comes back, the phone call, the repeated banging. Oh, my there God. There were just a few like, things a where it was like, yes, okay, mm. I know this. I've seen this. I'm yep. going to have you watch The Selling. I think you'll like it. It's mm. pretty funny. Okay. Um... Yeah, but I, I would recommend it. The thing is, when I, when I paused, it was because I was like, I don't know how many people who actually, like, watch horror movies, but... I think that, for the most part, I just it's really well performed. It's well directed. It has some interesting ideas. It doesn't quite reach the heights of some of my Facebook friends. In terms said. of the narrative as well, like um, mm. I feel it's not one hundred percent in terms of the narrative and the yeah. way that that's taken. Again, it f and the thing is, is there's a lot of promise in that first half. Yeah, and it feels like a lot of it gets thrown to the side for the tropes, mm. and that's kind of a bummer. But the second half isn't a waste. No, it's not. It's still. I still found it entertaining. Yeah. If not, like, entirely, like, captivating and engaging, and my mm. whole body was like, ah, like, I certainly didn't get that. I wasn't getting cold sweats, so... No. <laughs> don't know what the fuck Luke Standen was talking about. <laughs> Shout out to Luke. <laughs> um. <laughs> so that's it. Yep, so that is the Dinner um, Party Small Talk Plus. Check it out if you've just got a lazy night in. You know, it's cold, it's raining outside, you've got someone... Maybe if you're in no, the Northern Hemisphere, of course. Or no one. Um, well, yeah. Because in the southern yeah. hemisphere, it's quite warm right well, now. Well, save it for the for the latter half of uh, next year. Yeah. Um, um, 
This year, sorry. Just turn it on an air conditioner, because it's, yeah. you know, who doesn't want to watch a horror movie snuggled up? So in about That's five or six do. months, just check out the bubble. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys with the dinner party small talk, hopefully in the next week or so. No worries. Bye. Bye. Did you fluff? No.